This podcast is recorded live during my weekly Zoom virtual healing circles. Be sure to stick around to the end of the episode to learn more about how you can join me for these live virtual events. Welcome to the Virtual Healing Circle with me, Jen Fable of LiveLifeUnbroken.com. And tonight, I want to talk to you about cleansing and smudging. If you've been around the energy world for a while, you've probably heard people talking about cleansing their space or clearing the energy or smudging. And my job is to go into not just the how of it, but also a little bit of the what and the why of it. So why is this important? Cleansing your space is about setting a boundary on the energetic level. It's about setting an intention and saying to the universe, I plan to do something different in this space. We all want to hit this meditative Zen space of ah, and oftentimes we find that if we just sit down in the middle of a regular room and just plunk ourselves down on a pillow and just try to get into a meditative state from there, it doesn't work. And that's because we haven't created a space to hold the energy that we want to play with. We haven't defined the boundary. We haven't done anything to change the energy in the room. We've just walked into whatever energy was there and tried to change it by just sitting there. And so cleansing is about setting an intention and allowing that intention to define the space. It's about marking the territory and declaring this is mine. There's a reason that in the physical world we put up Fences in the energetic world, we need to put up energetic boundaries. We need to cleanse the space. We need to declare, this is mine. And from a psychological perspective, cleansing your space is about creating anchors. So if you've taken the Bridging the Gap course, or if you're in one of my earlier circles, we talked about why it's so important to create a sacred space. When you set up a sacred space, you are making a promise to the universe and saying, I plan to do something important here. The energy that you bring into a space with the intention of, I want to do something important here, is enough to change the energy of the room. And we live in a physical reality. We are three-dimensional beings. And so it can be helpful to bring other things in to fill the space to change the energy, to really get our Medicaid activated and get all our senses on board. So there are a lot, a lot of different ways to cleanse the space. The most popular ones and my favorite are you can use sound, you can use scent, you can use sacred herbs, and you can use salt. And we're going to go through each of these. So cleansing with sound. In order to understand how it works, it's important to understand what sound is. So what is sound? Sound is a pressure wave of energy that pressure wave of energy hits our ear structures and gets translated into what we hear. But sound is just an energy that forms specific wave patterns. Now, if you ever studied physics back in school, or if you've ever set up a entertainment system or surround sound system, or used noise canceling headphones, then you've experienced a phenomenon that energy interacts with energy in a very predictable way. When two waves, whether it's a sound wave or a wave in the water, when they interfere with each other, they create a specific pattern. And in some places, they will amplify the sound so that it gets louder. In other places, it will cancel each other out. If you've ever set up a home theater system, if you aim the speakers in the right space, you can then find a space where you stand there and you don't hear anything. 
If you move a little bit to your left, you hear the sound. If you move a little bit to your right, you hear the sound. But in this one space, the sound waves have actually canceled each other out. And in noise canceling headphones, how those work is that you've got a microphone that detects incoming sound. It goes through a cancellation circuitry that adds an inversion wave to it so that it cancels it out. And that's why it's noise canceling headphones. So why is that important? It's important because we need to understand that sound and energy are the same thing. Sound is energy. And from a physics perspective, energy interacts with energy in predictable ways. And so we can use sound to change the energy in a room and to break up frequency. From a psychological perspective, when you're clearing with sound, you're actually creating auditory anchors. If you are attending the circle live tonight, or if you have joined me in the past, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you know that we always start by setting the space and I ring my Tibetan singing bowl. And over time, it gets to the place where all I have to do is ring that sound and your body starts to respond even before anything else happens. And that's because we've created an anchor between the intention of meditation with the sound of the Tibetan singing bowl. And so using sound in addition to changing the frequency of the sound waves in a space, because energy interacts with energy in a predictable way, it also anchors into your psychology the feeling of, ah, which is important because of course your own internal energy needs to be cleansed as well. Sometimes it's not the ogity bogity bad vibes from outside of us that ruin our meditation practice. In fact, it's usually the demon voices in our head, that monkey brain chatter that won't stop. And so cleansing isn't just about getting rid of, you know, I hear in a lot of these groups on Facebook who deal with energy, they talk about it almost like there's this whole posse of bad guy ghosts out to get you at all time. And you have to cleanse the space so that they can't come at you. And I'm like, well, it's not quite how it works. Sometimes what we're cleansing is just shaking off the day because we just had one of those days where life was lifey, feels were feely, and we just need to change our own energy to get us into the intention that we want to work with. And so it's important to recognize that this is just changing of energy. That's all cleansing is. And so for sound, you can use a Tibetan singing bowl. These come in different frequencies, and each frequency is said to have a different effect on the body, specifically because each chakra resonates at a different frequency. And that's something we talk about in the Bridging Your Gap course. You can use tingsha bells. I use little tingsha bells to clear my tarot cards because they're little tiny bells. They go ping! and they're perfect and, and they're um, nice and portable. So they're really good for clearing cards. Uh, you can use crystal bowls, similar to Tibetan singing bowls, tend to be larger, tend to be a bit pricier, tend to sound really pretty though. Um, you can use wind chimes. Uh, you can clap your hands. If you need to change the energy in a room, you can literally just clap your hands. Drumming is really good for changing the energy of the room or singing or chanting. Um, even just humming can make a difference. Remember that the point is to change the energy of the room to match your intention, not to clear out all the bad boogity boogity people who you think are out to get you. If you think that's what's happening, do some shadow work. <laughs> you can also cleanse a space with scent. And I like this one because from a biology perspective, the sense of smell is super cool and makes my inner nerd really happy. So we've talked in the past how all of the incoming data comes in through all of your senses, all your five senses, everything you see, smell, taste, touch, and hear comes in and then gets filtered. 
what I didn't tell you was that actually that's not 100% true because their sense of smell doesn't all go through the part of the brain that is associated with consciousness. So a lot of what you sense through your olfactory senses goes through unfiltered. It makes it up into your conscious awareness without going through the neurological filters, which is why scent creates very powerful anchors and why you can smell something and have an instant flashback to a memory. So cleansing with scent, you can use essential oils. You can smudge, and we'll talk about that more in a moment. You can use incense. I like incense sticks because they're quick, they're easy, they're effective, they're portable. Smudging is a method of cleansing that uses bundles of dried herbs, and those herbs all have their own sacred vibration and frequency based on the intention that they have been used for many, many years in many different cultures. The act of smudging is seen in cultures in esoteric and exoteric traditions all over the world and throughout history. And so you can use specific herbs for specific intentions. And of course, at the end of the day, your intention is the most powerful force of all. And so you can use this as a guide, but then follow your own intuition. So the most popular herbs to use for smudging are white sage, which is associated with cleansing and purification. This is one of those big guns herb when you really need to change the energy of a room because you're really getting like the ugly boogity bad vibes and it just doesn't feel right. White sage is the big guns. It's a great one to use. And you need to be aware that one, it smokes a lot when you light it. So if you have a lot of fire detectors in the area or you're in, let's say, a retreat center or a hotel room <laughs> and people are smudging the room, it will set off the fire detector. Also, white sage is not a subtle smell. It permeates everywhere and it kind of smells like burning marijuana. So if you are in a semi or a townhouse or you share your home with other people, it can be awkward um, and it sticks to your clothes. So just be aware that if you use white sage, you're gonna smell like a bit of a door room, but it cleanses things really well. I like using cedar. Cedar is very grounding. It's used for protection. You can literally, most people have cedar trees near them. You can just collect them, bundle them up, dry them, and then use that. You just bundle them using string. Palo Santo wood, which is considered a holy wood, is about purifying your spirit, and it has a wonderful earthy smell. So it's got, it's really nice. Um, and then there's mugwort, which is said to clear negative energy and induce lucid dreams. So a lot of times people will use mugwort to clear their bedroom before going to bed. You can also cleanse your space using salt. A lot of Wiccan traditions will have you actually outline and cast a circle and draw a circle around you in salt, which is really good because then you can see it. And it's really annoying because you got to vacuum it up or clean it later if your space is not specifically for the energy work that you're doing. Black salt is considered a particularly potent form of protective energy, and you can buy it or you can make it. I like to make it. It's literally, you just take salt. You can use um, sea salt. You can use Himalayan pink salt. Then you mix it with some, use some charcoal. You can use wood ash. You can use some black pepper. Basically, anything I burn in my little cauldron when I'm doing fire releases and all the ashes of my incense and all the ashes of my charcoal tablets, I pulled all that into my cauldron 
And then when it gets too full, I take it out and I use a mortar and pestle and I just smush it up until I get a nice fine salt. And then you can use it for whatever you want. You can use it in spell jars for protection jars. You can sprinkle it in the four corners of your home for protection. Um, some people will do it in their bedroom. You can do anything you want with it, but it's a really good way to cleanse a space if burning something isn't your style or isn't possible. Um, and again, black salt's nice and portable and it has that kinesthetic action of actually sprinkling something. So it really brings your physical senses online. Remember that at the end of the day, you don't need anything to cleanse your space. Your intention, your imagination, your intuition are the only ingredients you ever, ever need to do any kind of energy work, whether that's growth, whether that's change, whether that's meditation, your intention, your imagination, and your intuition are the only tools that you need. That being said, having something physical in your hand that is smoking, having a beautiful scent that you affiliate with meditation, having sounds that bring you back into the moment are a great way to keep your imagination activated and engaged in the process and a good way to start to build your Medicaid, which of course is the sensation of your intuition. And so you want to use these tools to support the three eyes. And at the end of the day, uh, I actually saw a really great meme on Facebook that says, you know, when I'm new to energy, I have to smudge a room and cleanse it and light candles. And as I work with energy more, I'll just walk into a room and say, all right, everyone, if you're not here for me, get out. And I've literally done that. <laughs> I've literally walked around the house saying, this is my space, get out. That works. That works. It's really empowering too. I also tend to add swear words in, but we're going to keep it clean because I'm recording for a podcast. <laughs> so some key concepts to remember. Remember that cleansing is about changing the energy in the room. That doesn't necessarily mean that the energy in the room is bad or out to get you. It means that the energy in the room might not yet support the intention that you want to carry out. If your intention is to meditate, but the room that you're in is usually like a traffic area or chaos, then you need to change the energy to support your meditation. If you just walk in and try to do it what you want to do without doing that, you're not setting up that boundary on the energetic level and it's going to make your practice a lot harder. Remember that energy affects energy in predictable ways. And so you can use any kind of energy to change the energy in a room. You can use sound, you can use scent, you can shout, you can sing, you can hum, you can do whatever you want. Energy is energy is energy. Remember that the more senses you include, the more anchors you're going to create and the more you're going to activate your imagination and build that bridge. And that's really the point of all of this. All of this is about building that bridge. I'm going to remind you, as always, to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. It is okay in the beginning to experiment, to play around, to try one thing and say, eh, I didn't like that. I personally went through several smudge sticks before I found what worked for me. And then I went with that. So give yourself permission to play and decide that you want it more than you're afraid of it. And you'll always be okay. As always, if you have any questions about any of the information from this evening or from uh, previous episodes of the podcast, please feel free to reach out to me through my website at www.livelifeunbroken.com or through email or through social media.
Do you want to learn more about how you can continue your journey and experience my virtual healing circles in real time? If so, check out livelifeunbroken.com circle and join my free circle membership. Receive weekly reminders, bonus material and recaps, plus special offers, as well as access to my weekly virtual healing circles. If you're ready to leave behind the fears and limitations of the ego and step into the spiritual life you've long known is waiting for you, you're invited to join me, Jen Fable, for a soul-nourishing journey into the exploration of you, the universe, and all space in between. Take control of your spiritual journey to attain a new level of understanding and connection to yourself and the people in your life. During our time in Circle Together, I will share with you all the tips and tricks you need to make playing with energy fun, easy, and most of all, effective. Together, we'll learn how to cultivate our inner compass to enable us to walk our path with grace and ease. We'll open the space with a candle meditation, and after, I will share with you my favorite grounding practices and lead you through a circle casting, guided meditation, and breath work, followed by a soul-inspiring gratitude practice. If your soul has been calling out to you and you're ready to tune in and listen, go to www.livelifeunbroken.com circle and register today for your Zoom access information. That's www.livelifeunbroken.com backslash circle, C-I-R-C-L-E. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.